For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. And he is live on SAFM. Temba Pavuma, good evening and thank you for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Tabiso. Thanks for having me, man, again. Thank you. Thank you for your time, Temba. How are you doing? How are you keeping active during this lockdown? No, no, I'm surviving, man. Um, it's obviously a tough and familiar time for all of us. Um, but yeah, we're trying to do our best to, to keep safe. And um, are you are you counting down how many days of isolation you've been doing now? Because you had to self-isolate also after coming back from India. Yeah, I think we've done close to a month already. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm not counting the days. I'm trying <laughs> to take it day by day. Um, yeah, try not to get stressed by it all. Okay, Temba, we're just going to try and get you on a better line there uh, so that we can hear him clearly. Uh, you can uh, send your voice notes on WhatsApp right now. Any question you have for Temba Pavuma is happy to answer anything. Uh, that number on uh, for WhatsApp voice notes is 061-4104-107. And if you want to call, the number to dial is 0891-104-207. And the SMS number is uh, 41391. We already have a question uh, from Twitter, from Linati Mluzini. We're going to read it when uh, Temba is back in is back on the line with us. But if you do prefer uh, to use that platform, you can also tweet us uh, and you can just use the hashtag SAFM spot on. We do have Temba back um, on the line. Temba, um, you, you've also been using your social media platforms. I've seen responsibly. I saw last week you put up a video about a 24-hour challenge, COVID-19 24-hour challenge. What was that about? Uh, the challenge... Um just from a foundation's point of view, when I put me, so I'm just trying to raise awareness um, around this whole um, situation that we find ourselves, um, and just urging on people to to support um, in whatever way that they can. Um, as a foundation, we, we we will be contributing funds um, to one of the needy areas um, within within Gauteng. Yeah, it's just our way of trying to do our bit um, during this time. So is it something that's still ongoing, or was it just for that day? It was for that day at the moment. Okay. Um, we've been fortunate that we've been able to engage with our partners who've been able to also make um, financial contributions. Um, so, I mean, there will be a couple of um, worthy um, charitable causes that will benefit um, through our co- um, contribution. That's well, well, well done for that. And uh, before we spoke to you, we heard from Lungingidi. He says he's enjoying spending time at home. As somebody who travels a lot because of cricket, do you see this also as an opportunity to spend some time at home? Yeah, yeah, we don't get to spend a lot of time at home, um, especially this past season. It has been quite a busy one where we've been playing quite a lot. We haven't really been outside the country, but we've always been on the road. Um so yeah, we've had spent a lot of time, um, and now you know we are forced to be at home, um, doing the garden, washing the dishes, and all that stuff. I'm surprised he says that he enjoys it, because I thought he was someone who likes to be um, out and about. Uh, but yeah, we're forced to be within our four holes in our homes. I think he's enjoying it because he's not married. It could be. <laughs> so what are you trying to say? But the married guys. I'm trying to find out if you've picked up any new cooking skills. Definitely not cooking. Um, I've learned to wash dishes again. Um, I've been doing my bed as well in the morning. So yeah, it's been a, it's been an interesting um, time. Um, but hopefully, we can be back on our feet.
Yeah, we hope so too. We miss sport, not just cricket, but just sport in general. Let's talk about your journey though, Temba. We wanted to trace your journey tonight. I mean, you come from a sporting environment, Kualanga, where the kids play hockey, they play cricket and everything else. Is that how you also started playing? Yeah, I was born into that um, into that community that had a rich um, history, um, a strong, a strong passion for sports. Um, cricket, obviously, being one of them, I was also involved in other sports um, such as soccer, which um, I excelled at at a young age. Um, my uncles as well; they were also heavily involved in sports. Um, yeah, that's how I kind of that's how the bug kind of got me. Um, I was fortunate enough that um, from a youngish age, I was able to be um, absorbed into your traditional um, cricket playing schools, where I benefited um, immensely from from those schools, um, from a coaching point of view, um, from having readily access to quality facilities, um, but also from a, just a ethos and values point of view. Um, growing up in those type of schools, where you get to you are taught, you know, how to be um, how to be a man amongst other men. And for those not familiar with Kualanga, I mean, how do you describe the township? How do you describe your background? Kualanga is it's not a big, not a big township. Um, everyone, everyone pretty much knows everyone. Um, yeah, everyone supports everyone, and um, everyone celebrates each other's achievements. Um, the community gets involved, particularly from a sporting point of view. So, I mean, I was quite lucky that I grew up at a time where, you know, the, the community, everyone was, was involved. Mm. Um, we were also fortunate that we had people from outside of Langa. I remember in the cricket side, we had um, we had a white gentleman um, who basically ran the club. Um, and, I mean, administratively, everything was you know, on track, and that and that helped us as the juniors. So, I mean, Minlanga is, a, is an incredible place for me. Um, I'll always um, record it as home. Whenever I get time, I always um, go back to Gualanga, um, get to meet the family and get to meet my friends, guys that I grew up with. And you, you grew up in the same area as the Tzolegiles. Uh, they played uh, cricket for the national team. They also played hockey for South Africa. Malusi Siboto also comes from there. Did you have any role models you looked up to when you were growing up? In Langa, those were our role models. Mm. Um, like you mentioned, Tzolegile, um, the Malambas. Um, yes. We actually all stayed on the same street with the Malusi as well. Nono Pongola as well. He wasn't far away. Um, mm. So, yeah, I mean, for us as young guys, those were our role models, Omalamba, Abdutulikile. And we always, I guess, knew or believed that, you know, if they could make it, so could we. You know, they were kind of our beacon of hope, our inspiration. Um, yeah. And you, you do give back to Gualanga because I remember on another platform we spoke to you, there was something you used to do in December where you used to bring them together and you play cricket and all sorts of sports. Yeah, in December we had uh, an initiative that we that we ran. It was the last weekend of December, and basically um, that festival we call it the Langa All Day Cricket Festival. It was basically just trying to bring the community and um, back to back to cricket. You know, we felt that the the support, um, the camaraderie, just wasn't the same as when it was when we were growing up. Um, and through that day, we, we wanted to try ignite the whole spirit um, and passion of of cricket or just sport in general within 
within the community. It was a day where in the morning we would have um, we'd host a coaching clinic for all your for all your young kids um, under under younger than 15 years old, um, and then in the afternoon we'd have almost like celebrity games. So each each um, professional. So you would um, would host a team. So you'd have a team Siboto, you'd have a team Tsulegile, um, a team Pavuma, team Pongolo, team Simetu. And then that those teams would be made up of um guys who play within the club but also celebrities. Um one a couple one year we had Urabada, he was involved. Um Usia was also there, um Usi and a couple of other um local um socialites and celebrities. But that was the the whole aim behind the behind the day and I felt that it was um quite successful. Um through the foundation as well we do we do some stuff with um with Ulanga, mm. um just assisting in, in developing um the whole structure and um cricket within within the community there. Yeah, and what a wonderful community it is. I was Gualanga sometime last year for uh, an engine knockout tournament of under-17s, but what was even more beautiful to see was to see the girls playing hockey um, just on the mm. hockey fields next to the to the soccer fields, and they were playing against uh, teams from overseas, and it was just so wonderful uh, just to see them playing sport there. We do have a voice note for Temba. Bavuma, it's come through on 0614104107. You can also keep them coming. Good evening, Tabiso. Yes, FM listeners and Temba Pavuma there. You know, I'm a cricket coach. I've been coaching cricket for 13 years, since 2007, basically, yeah, in Cape Town. You know, so I'm, I'm, I've been a hub coach and stuff like that. And I've been searching for the Temba Pavuma Foundation since I had it started, you know, because I would really like to get involved with it. Even if I have to do volunteer work, I did have my own organization where I ran... Uh, clinics in the townships and in the rural areas and I even donated some equipment. So I just I just want to find out about Temba, how can one get involved even if they want to volunteer because his initiative is very good. On a second note, you know Temba, you know, he's got the talent but he seems to get very excited, you know. He he is not consistent, you know, that is dis- disappointing and Looking at the role he plays for the whole of South Africa, you know, he's a beacon of hope. I just wish he gets those hundreds and those fifties. I know it's not deliberate, but I just think he needs to get a psychologist because I think the problem there is psychological and mental more than his lack of talent. Thank you. Okay, thanks for that voice note. Temba, he wants to find out about the foundation. Where do people get information? Uh, in terms of the foundation, I mean, I can give out my personal email which is just tbavumajawu.com, and then we can follow up uh, the inquiry from there. Okay, just repeat that. I want to write it down. tbavuma at yahoo.com. Yes. Okay, the other question, I think it was about inconsistency. And I think when it comes to that question, um, do you feel that you carry a lot of expectations, a lot of weight on your shoulders considering uh, what you've done and, and um, in, in, in cricket? Yeah, look, there is definitely... Um, a strong um, expectation, um, not just from myself, but I mean from from people like the gentleman who just called in now. Um, I think you know I've accepted that whole um, narrative of that I'm a beacon of hope to to a large to to a certain um, portion of our cricket. I'm being a black African kid. Um, I mean, in saying that, I mean your white kids as well. You know they do. You know, appreciate what I do. Um, 
But I mean, that expectation is there. I mean, it's something that I've accepted, man. It's something that I can't exactly run away from. It will always be there. Mm. You know, in saying that, I think, you know, I always try to stay true to, to why I got into to cricket. Um, and it was simply because it's just I enjoyed cricket. Um, and I wouldn't want to to buy away too much from, from, from that. Um, in terms of the, the consistency part, um, I think, you know, he makes a, he makes a good point. You know, obviously, as a cricketer, you're always trying to score as many runs as you can um, on a regular basis. Um, and, I mean, if, if, if that's not happening, like he says, you know, it's not by... It's not on purpose. Um, it's just maybe something is just happening at that point in time. Yes, it could be mental, it could be technical, but something is happening at that point in time. And I think at the end of the day, it's up to me to to find out what it is. Okay. We've got another voice note for Temba. Let's play that one. Hi, member. Uh, Zico Smith, all the way from Macau. Member, before the lockdown started and this coronavirus uh, things, you know, Temba's performance was one of the best performances in the SAEA in the pro tiers, you know. I just uh, wish him all of the best and all of the luck, man, so that... Uh, it continues to be like that even after this lockdowns have come and gone you know we want to see the best of him you know doing what he does best for the country continue to represent us all the best man and be safe thank you okay thanks for that Zico smith we are going to take a quick break and we'll continue our conversation with temba pavum Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Still talking to Temba Pavuma. That last voice note, Temba, he was saying you were in good form uh, before the, the, the COVID-19 break. But even but before your injury, of course, um, ahead of that opening T20 against Australia, you seem to have found some form. Was it dis- disappointing to be injured at that time? Yeah, very disappointing. Um, yeah, like he says, you know, I was, I was in good form. Um, I was feeling good about about my game, and it would have been nice to to carry that on um, through the Australia series. Um, but such is the game, you know. You these things happen in terms of injuries. It's something that I've had to I'm kind of focus a lot more on now. Um, but yeah, I was I was feeling quite good about my game. You did make the tour to India, but I know that they brought in, um, I think it was Yanaman that brought him as cover uh, for you. Were you hoping to get some game time on that tour? And are you, uh, have you recovered from that injury completely now? Yeah, in terms of the injury itself, I mean, it's, it's not an injury anymore. Um, in saying that, I mean, I haven't been playing, so I haven't really had the opportunity to, to be testing it out. But as far, as far as I know, as far as I feel, there's no issues there with my hamstring. Um, and yeah, I was looking forward to to, to, to India. Um, India, you know, is a team that you really want to do well against. You're coming up against probably the best um, test playing nation at the moment. Um, so yeah, it would have would have been nice to to um, to lock heads against them. Okay, let's get to another voice note. I just want to ask uh, Mr. Bavuma the. Um you know, where does he see um, black South Africans going in cricket nowadays? I mean, um, especially after this um, COVID-19 cases happening now, I mean, and schools being set back. I mean, my point is, is there a future for black South Africans in cricket in South Africa? Hi there, this is Sia from Kamalake. 
All I can say is uh, timber, you have the structure, you have the knowledge, you have the skill and the talent to become uh, more than what Sachin Tenduga was. So just do it for yourself and do it for the kids who believe that uh, anything is possible with you and who believes that you will uh, uh, be the greatest cricketer uh, of all times in terms of batsmen uh, in the black community. So big up, Chamber. Keep on the good work. Okay, thank you for those two voice notes. I think they are related in some way. Uh, the question, Temba, was uh, do you think that the future is uh, looking good or better for black South Africans in uh, cricket? Yeah, um, I didn't understand the question when you related it to what's happening now. I don't see how those two things are kind of linked. But I do believe um, the future the future is bright. The opportunities are there when I put Tommy. So, um, I mean, if you look at Cricket South Africa... I mean, their relationship that they have with Standard Bank and what they've committed to doing in terms of transforming transforming cricket um, at grassroots level um, in those um, needy, underprivileged areas. You know, they, they, they're providing the, the necessary resources to really um, genuinely and organically develop um, black African cricketers that are, that are more than fit enough to represent our country. Um, I think as long as the opportunities are there, um, as long as our black African cricketers are are hungry and um, persistent enough to get to the top, I don't see a reason why the future can't be bright. You mentioned the the Standard Bank RPCs. We all played Baker's Mini Cricket when we we grew up. I'm sure you also did play Baker's Mini Cricket. But now we've got these RPCs in our townships. I mean, for those kids who love cricket, would you say this is the way to go to get into the centres? Yeah, look, it's a it's a good vehicle for for, for really developing kids. Um, I mean, Standard Bank we know has always been a big um, supporter of cricket development in in South Africa, um, and now they've come in um, through this program, the RPC program, where they identify um, youngsters um, in these underprivileged areas, um, and they give them access to to good coaching, to good facilities. Um, they give them the opportunity to, to play against other affluent um, cricketing schools where these kids can test their skills. Um, and I mean, they're really dedicated to and committed to um, developing and nurturing this young challenge. And, I mean, young um, generation of, of cricketers. Um, in their words, you know, they're all about um, nurturing um, um, the, the part to, to become a, a protea. Okay, we've got a caller from Cape Town. Sam, good evening. Evening, guys. Hi, Timber. How's it going? I want to say thank you, man, for for the nice entertainment that you gave us for this past tour that uh, that we had. Um, they, you don't have a mental problem there as far as uh, your cricket is concerned. What I think you must do, uh, Timber, is you are a guy that's it's playing for the team and you give everything for the team but you don't give anything for yourself and it's time that you must also think of yourself you know most of the guys like Jack Ellis and them and all these other guys they work on their uh, average and when you get close to your 50s or close to 100 you must go for it and get it you know don't throw your wicket away for for the sake of the team because uh, 
we will remember uh, most of the guys that remember the guys for for their averages they look at the averages they don't look at the contribution that you made during that that those matches and and i felt very 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 angry when they send you to go and play cricket uh, a, a, a guy that's got so much talent i mean that is such a good player must go and, and play in to get form while there's a lot of guys in the team, including the captain, that has got no form. I mean, that is unfair and it's not right. Okay. Thank well, you, Temba. Thank you, uh, Sam. We'll give you time to drop that call and let Temba answer that. But um, Temba, his first point, there's been a lot of debate about it. And I know the one journalist, uh, Kanye Sochoku, always tweets about this to say that people look at Temba's numbers, but they never look at actually what he does for the team. And it's similar to maybe a David Miller in one day cricket. It's similar to an actual Prince when uh, he was playing test cricket, that he had to be the fixer in the middle there. And um, is, do you, is, is that also how you feel about your role? Or do you think the criticism is justified? I think, you know, my my view, you know, on on cricket and how I've gone about it, um, and it all stems from from I mean, growing up Kalanga and stuff like that. We always did stuff for the team, you know, and we're always willing to kind of sacrifice or put a put aside our own um, our own self, you know, for the sake of the team. You know, we were all about making sure that the team wins. And I've kind of carried that um, through to this point where I am. Um, I think I always speak about contributing to the team. But I think, you know, what what, what has brought about the criticism from my side is that um, I lack the tangibles. You know, I don't have the the, the beautiful numbers, you know, like, like all the other players have. So, and I think, you know, that, that always opens me up for, 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 for criticism. So from that point of view, I think it is it is warranted. But I think in, 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 in the same vein, it's very hard to, to judge, you know, a, 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 a player I and mean, the value that he gives um, a guy who plays for the team. You know, I've always prided myself on in, in putting in performances when, when the team really needs it, you know, trying to get the team out of situations where we are 40 for four in test cricket type, type, type of thing. Um, but I mean, if you don't have the, if you don't have the hundreds, you know, if you're lacking in that column, then, you know, you always leave yourself um, up for for criticism. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, the caller, the caller makes a good a good point. It is something that I've, that I've been advised, you know, quite a lot in that I need to start looking after myself, um, almost to be selfish in a way. But, you know, it's not something that is within my personality when I talk this. So, um, I feel for me, you know, as long as I'm, I contribute to the team as long as I'm enjoying the game. You know, mm. I'm quite fulfilled. Sam made, yeah. yeah. Sam made also also made reference to when you were told to go make runs in domestic cricket when you were dropped from the Test squad. What would have disappointed you the most there? Was it the way you were dropped? Because we've always been told senior players own their places and they get them when they uh, recover from injury, or was it what was said after you were dropped? Because even Kala came into it. Yeah, I think that was the that was the hurting point. Um, when you know color and and transformation, all of that was kind of thrown at the forefront. Um, I think you know I could have ex- I would have accepted that if it just came from a point of you know Timber is out of form and he needs to go back to domestic cricket and score runs. You know um, you can easily accept that because all players go through that type of that type um, that period within the game. But then when you are when all of that is 
with all the whole color thing is thrown to the to the forefront, you know, then it does kind of it doesn't sit well. Um, but I mean, in saying that, you know, those are things that have happened. Um, you can only you can only learn from from those experiences. Um, you learn for, about yourself, but then you also learn about the people people around you. Okay, we've got another voice note here. Good evening, Tibos, and good evening to Temba. It's uh, X from the Eastern Cape. Well, uh, Tibos, uh, I must say Temba is doing well for himself and uh, all the best in his future endeavors. He's a good cricket player, more um, especially that he's a black person. I fall behind him. And there's my guy called Sitla Nota. Uh, he used to tell me about this humble a young man, Temba Pavuma. And now I see that. Thank you very much. Evening, the Tabiso Tulan here from Milan. Great initiative by Temba Bavuba Foundation. What is he focusing on mostly on his foundation whenever he's doing the clinics? Because when it comes to betting, we're struggling because whenever we train cricket in the townships, you can only train fielding and throwing. When it comes to betting, we'll break the windows. But what is he focusing more on so that one day he can say, I've achieved my objective as an organization? And the first moment with Temba is when Mokol takes a wicket. Then he said, Temba, go and reach up there. Then he can't. Great, great moments there. Thanks, member. My question to Mr. Pavoma is, what in his career can he never forget? Okay, very simple there. Let's start from the one about the foundation, Temba. What is it that you focus on with your foundation? Because I remember the other time we spoke to you when you were doing um, uh, some work with your partners, PPC. I think you were actually focusing on pitches at the time. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, the foundation in an instance... um, it's all about holistic um, empowerment of, um, of individuals. So how we go about that, we identify um, talented um, cricketers from the underprivileged areas. Um, we link them up with our partner schools within within that area. Um, we, we get them abs- absorbed into the school where they can benefit um, and improve in their cricket, but also from an educational point of view. And what we hope, you know, is just to, like I said, to holistically empower an, uh, an individual, um, break the cycle of poverty um, within his family or area, so that, that one day, you know, he can also positively influence the people around him. Um, we have we have an element um, of um, student sponsorship. So like I said, in identifying the kids, we'll cover the kids' tuition, um, tuition fees, um, there's also facilities development um, that we've been doing through PPC, where we where we um, develop, um, refurbish, or renovate um, cricket facilities. Um, there's also our cricket clinics. Um, our cricket clinics is how we is a platform we use to identify um, these talented individuals. And through there, in the cricket clinics, we we focus on I mean the three main disciplines of cricket, obviously being batting, bowling, and fielding. But there's also a life skills um, element um, to it, you know, where we where we talk about, where we discuss um, what are the ingredients um, needed to to become successful, um, not just in cricket, but but in life. Um, yeah, that's that's it from a foundation point of view. 
Okay, while we were preparing for this interview, Temba, we found a note here. I don't know if you'll remember this. It says, where I see myself in 15 years. I see myself in 15 years standing in my suit and shaking Mr. Mbeki's hand, congratulating me for making the South African side. If I do, I would definitely thank my coaches and parents who support me all the way, and especially my two uncles who gave me the skills of being one. I would also want to be an accountant because I'm very good at maths, like my father who encouraged me to be one and also who gets a lot of money too. Do you remember this note? Yeah. <laughs> I've been reminded it um, quite a couple of times. <laughs> and which grade were you in? You were still in school, obviously. Yeah, you're in primary school. Primary school. I think it was grade four, grade five. At sex. At sex, yes, in Cape Town. And and what really made you believe that you could make it to 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 the Proteus team, or was it because you had you were so young, you had no fear? I think you. Know, yeah, I think I was just showing off my exuberance <laughs> um, and a bit of arrogance there. And have you gone back to the school? I'm sure they've reminded you of this. Yeah, when when um, I actually was at um, Sex last year, um, where I got to meet um, the guys there. The management has obviously changed their Sex. Mm. I went to meet the new principal, the cricket head. Um, but more of my experiences have been with the primary school. Mm. Um, and I mean, there I've been there quite a couple of times. You, did you get to meet President Tabumbeki? I didn't. I didn't, but I almost got to meet the president of Zoom. Oh, I'm sure lose. Oh, yes, because he, he even uh, wrote a, a press release about you when you got your 100, right? Yes, yes, I understand so, yeah. Yes, now I remember that we actually did receive that in, in the media. So now if you're from Langa and you go to, 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 to sex, did you go there because of your cricket? Did you go because of schooling? Definitely not because of schooling, when I put up you, sir. It was more from a cricketing point of view. At that time, Ulanga had um, relationships with um, Sex College, um, Bishops, as well as Weinberg, where you know, all the, the sporting guys um, from Langa would get bursaries to, to, go to, these, to go to those schools. Uh-huh. So I was one of the guys who, who came through that um, system. Um, I was also fortunate that my parents were... You know, we're working individuals. They were able to be involved in that whole process. But yeah, that's how I got uh, I got to go from Langa to to Sax. But then you completed your schooling in Joburg. Now, at which stage did you move to Joburg? Was it a family decision or was it a cricketing decision? It was a family decision. Um, I think it was my dad. He relocated um, from a work from a work point of view, and then the whole family um, followed. Um, I left sex after my grade eight, so from grade nine to to finishing off, I did it um, at um, here in Johannesburg at St David's Marist. So two things have come true in that note. You did play for the South African side. You didn't meet President Mbeki, uh, but you also say that you were good at maths, and you do have a degree, right, in in finance or financial management. Yeah, in finance, I've always enjoyed um, accounting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even after school, um, I went on to do uh, an accounting-related degree. Is it something you plan to put in use after your playing days? I'm not sure when I put that in. So, I mean, the certificate is here gathering dust at the moment. Um, but hopefully, it's, 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 it's not really needed. <laughs> okay. We're going to take uh, the last break and we'll wrap up our conversation with Temba Pavuma after this. Keep those voice notes coming, though. 
leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Okay, we'll take the last few voice notes for Temba Bavuma because we still have to speak to Rollaway and Lovu's family just to get funeral details. Um, uh, um, I think the funeral is tomorrow. Good evening, guys, and hi to Temba Bavuma. Uh, Temba, I have one question for you. Where, which position do 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 you like to bet the top or the top order, the middle order, or in the in, or in the bottom? Hey, and why? And yeah, man. You know what? Forget about people saying you're out of form and what what. All you have to do is to focus, pick up, practice, and play your game. Enjoy it, Moses. In Mukopani. Thank you, Tim. Uh, but Tabby, so could you please ask him if um, is there another opportunity to go to to play county cricket again, and how was uh, the experience playing uh, in England? Okay, thanks for those voice notes. The first one, Temba, where do you prefer to bet and why? Because you've made the name for yourself as an opening batsman in limited overs cricket now. Yeah. Um I think growing up, I've always, I've always batted pretty much everywhere. I'm in the top six, top seven. Um, I think I've had, I've had um, reasonable success pretty much everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, in white ball, in white ball cricket, in T20 and ODI, um, it's, it's, it's been nice coming in in the top three. Um, if I, if I were to choose, it would be at number three. But I mean, the opportunity is there to open the batting. Um, and I'll, I'll, you know, make sure I, I grab it with both hands. Uh, just cricket. Um, even there, I've, I've batted pretty much um, everywhere except for opening. Um, yeah, and I like it that, uh, that I think if I were to choose a position, it would be at number five. You got a hundred on debut in ODI cricket um, against uh, Ireland, but you always being seen. You've been seen well as a Test player, but now you seem to come. You've come into your own in the limited overs uh, series. Is that something that used to bother you? The fact that people thought maybe you were just uh, good enough to play Test cricket. I wouldn't say it bothered me, um, but it's something that I never, I never took to heart because I always believed um, that I could play. Not just play that I could succeed um, in white ball cricket. Um, I mean that game I played, that ODI day. It was also my first time opening the batting. As well. Yes, yes, yes. So, but I mean I I always had the belief, man, that I could play white ball cricket. So I don't, I never took what, what 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 people um said or what the perception about me what was um created. It was uh, it was at Willamore Park in Binoni, right? Yes. Yes. No, I remember because I was because I was there. Uh, do we have another question? Oh, county cricket. Uh, what experience did you take from county cricket? And would you go back and play county cricket? Oh, I'd love to play county cricket again. Um, I think it was an invaluable experience and time being there, um, experiencing the culture of cricket um, amongst the English people. Um, and I think just from a just from a playing point of view, you know, it's it's no better than. In any other, I mean, all you do is you get to play, um, and you're really learning and um, and and fixing your problems out there on the field. There's not much time to be training, so I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, if that opportunity came again, I'd, I'd, um, I definitely want to go to play county cricket. 
The last question is about that 100 against England. It remains a historic moment in our history and forever it will. Is that a knock you still think about Temba or is it something you've put behind you? Yeah, it's hard not to think about. Um, I mean, I get reminded by people a lot. Um, people um, know me for, 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 for that historic um, moment um, of heat. Um, yeah, man, it's something that I'll always, I'll always cherish. Um, it was my first 100. Um, and it was also a moment where, you know, the people that were that were there for me in the journey um, were able to witness it in my, in my parents. So, yeah, it's something that will always, um, a moment that I'll always be fond of. You always talk about hearing kids shouting your name during that game when you were getting closer to that 100, and not just any name, but they were calling you the name that they used to call you, Gualanga. Uh, were they calling you Sachin or something else? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know the people Gualanga only know you as Sachin. Yeah, it's a, it's a name that I affectionately got from the guys. Um, and yeah, during during that innings, um, I heard I heard the young kids um, shouting that. And um, I knew that they were kids from, from Golanga because only people from, from Golanga generally call me by that name. And there was a certain way that they call it. <laughs> so yeah, it was, quite, it was quite nice to see the kids um, who noticed the kids. So how do they call it? Do they say Sachini? No, they said they said a different way. <laughs> okay, okay, it's a, it's a Langa name. Let's leave it to the people of Alanga. And finally, it took you, I think, forty minutes for you to move from about eighty-seven to a hundred. You were also dropped by the keeper at some stage. What was going through your mind? Was it nerves, or were you thinking of the milestone and how historic it would be? I uh, definitely nerves. Um, definitely thinking of um, of the hundred, and I think that's. That probably didn't help me at that point in time um, because up until that point, you know, that wasn't even a thought in, in my head. Um, but yeah, I was quite nervous. Um, I did get I did get lucky. Um, I thought I would get out at any point um, when Stuart Board was bowling to me. Um, I started smiling when I saw the captain um, telling him to take a break. Um, but yeah, it was nerves, nerves and, and realization of I could get my first hundred. Okay, here's the last voice note for Temba Bavuma. Good evening. This is Cabello from Pretoria uh, and hi to Temba Bavuma. You know what, I just want to congratulate congratulate the Temba Bavuma in his initiative to teach young ones uh, in, in the location and in schools uh, around the, the South Africa how to play this cricket. I just want to find out from him, does he know there's a school somewhere in Block DD? It's not actually a school, it's an cricket ground. Does he knows about that and what is it that they are doing in other locations or in the province to teach this or young generations how to play this cricket? I wish him luck in his uh, future uh, as he's playing uh, the good cricket right now. Okay, thanks for that, Cabello. I think he's talking about a school in uh, Soshangove if he's saying Block DD. Is it, is it something you know about or is it one of those timber where they must get in touch with the foundation? Yeah, I think the best way would be to get in touch with the foundation and then you know, the foundation um, would follow up on it. Um, Kauteng has been our, our, almost like our pilot project type of thing. I mean, the foundation has been up for about three years. Um, and most of our work we've done in Kauteng, in Soweto, in the Kakiso region, mm. as well as Gualanga. Um, but I mean, I think if, if, if the scope and opportunity is there to to intervene in other provinces like Iswashangobe, um, we'll definitely um, 
tweet that up. Okay, and we'll definitely share that email address again. But Temba, thank you for speaking to us tonight. Thank you for the time you've given us. We don't take it for granted. We really appreciate it. Is there a message you'd like to get out there to South Africans during this uh, COVID-19 and lockdown period? Um, thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, this is an unfamiliar time for all of us. Um, but I think the best we could do, you know, is just adhere to the rules that are put, um, that have been implemented by the government. Um, social distancing, um, sanitizing, staying safe and all of those things, you know, let's follow it. Um, and let's not, let's, let's not just do it for, for, for us, but for other people as well. Thank you very much, uh, Temba, and uh, keep going. Thank you. Thank you, Temba Bavuma. There, Proteas and Lions Batsman, uh, just uh, talking to us about his uh, journey and some of the challenges he's faced and some of the highlights as um, uh, of playing uh, for the Proteas. It's incredible that note uh, that he was in grade, grade six. That's standard four. Grade six when he wrote that note and he said he wants to play for the Proteas and he wants President Tabombeki to hand him over his blazer. It shows that dreams do come true. I mean, Okay, fine. He might not have met Tabumbeki, but um, he still got a message from Ubaba. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's motivation right there from Temba Pavuma.